Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. This week, it's my pleasure to bring to you a presentation from the LDM Book Volume 2 Tour, October 2020. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. So right now, our next speaker is Kent McLeod, a clinical pharmacist, and this topic is low-dose naltrexone in the gut microbiome. <clears throat> so Kent McLeod is a pharmacist as well as the founder and CEO of Nutrichem Compounding Pharmacy and Clinic in Ottawa, Ontario. He is an international thought leader and award-winning pharmacist with over 40 years of clinical experience delivering patient-centered healthcare. He is globally recognized as a hormone health and nutrition expert, has lectured at many health conferences, published research, and developed course materials for many professionals clinics based on Nutrichem's success. He is the author of the book, Biology of the Brain, How Your Gut Microbiome Affects Your Brain, and his focus is on the relationship of the gut microbiome to mental health and immune function. So welcome, Ken. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, so, thank you for having me, Emma. <laughs> um, so you were really passionate. You were actually the one who organized this event with Linda. You were really passionate about um, making sure that we held an event in Canada at a pharmacy about low-dose naltrexone. So how did you get involved in this? And you know, why are you so passionate about you know, this LDN connection? Well, as you know, I've been doing this a long time, 40 years, and the, the medications that we've been using for auto, you know, for pain and inflammatory disorders have essentially the same steroids, chemotherapy, and recently uh, some of the new biologicals, but essentially we're still very primitive in our pharmacotherapy where we're just simply shutting down the immune system and it, it, it and yet we are it's beginning to emerge in, in the last several years literally with thousands of studies of, a month that gut chemistry is intimately involved in regulating our immune system and in fact probably the origin of many of these autoimmune disorders so you know, primitive chemotherapy with lots of risks associated with them. Everybody knows it. And uh, how come we haven't made any advances? And now we're making significant advances in the microbiome, in the uh, understanding these primitive receptors the, of the opioid receptors and the endocannabinoid system are also great targets in regulating the immune system and are beginning uh, the understanding have literally of how our gut chemistry is the primary organ in regulating the immune system. So it's an exciting time to be able to offer what I think are root cause um, therapies for some of these conditions that we have very little options for as illustrated more so eloquently by Linda in her, in her journey. Mm -hmm. And so I guess sort of, you know, the way, you know, you're articulating is that there is this explosion of research and this huge 
understanding in the literature about what's driving inflammation and autoimmunity um, that just isn't translating to the clinical setting right now. And so LDN is sort of on the forefront of that because even though we know so much, people are still going in and getting the same options for these complex conditions. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, no question, you know, even the microbiome, we know the microbiome is evolved. That's, that's not a question, but we don't know what, there isn't like one pill to fix it. You know, if someone has a complex, a serious digestive disorder, it may be very individual work to actually heal and repair the gut repair the gut things like even uh you know vitamin d status vitamin a status uh poly certain polyphenolics help it but meanwhile while you're trying to sort it out something as simple as duh give this ldn it makes a difference into to calm the immune system is an amazing tool while well while, while work with the microbiome is evolving you know what i mean so it's 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 not so simple microbiome work that to, as it is with LDN. Right. And so basically, you know, the way you're using it in your practice is then sort of a bridge while you're treating underlying root of, you know, having to treat the gut microbiome. Well, I think we alluded to it. You know, sometimes it doesn't work anymore. What's it, you know, your, your, your regular is, is autoimmune disorders, lack of LDN in the body, right? Or it's, so there, it was, is there a more fundamental breakdown of the, the immune system, which we know is in the gut. We know the regulatory, all the cells that are upregulating and downregulating and, and, um, and adapting our immune system are found in that, those important cells lining the gut so absolutely but it is complicated what's going down on in our guts but at the same time uh ldn gives you a, a profoundly important tool to calm things down without risk associated with the other other uh agents that are commonly used and so do you think that having a disrupted gut microbiome or disruptions in the gut could lead to exacerbations of autoimmune conditions or worsening of autoimmunity? Well, we've, that's been proven. You know, for example, um, in, in uh, a parasite or, or a food poisoning or a, even an H. pylori infection is proven to trigger autoimmune disorders. Uh, recently, there is an excellent study in kids with uh, type 1 diabetes that that showed that uh, with an altered or disrupted microbiome made a significantly uh, increased risk of developing full-blown type 1 diabetes where you know which is the autoimmune type diabetes so you know there's absolute links that what comes first is kind of the gut issues and in my practice is kind of when i wrote this book you know the the biology of the brain what I was saying initially was saying, well, you know, if you have mental health issues and a gut problem, an obvious digestive problem, gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, irritation, why that should be considered a target in terms of improving mental health, and, you know, as well as using a variety of drugs that may have limited effectiveness. So it's just 
So similarly in autoimmune disorders, if you have gut problems, the gut should be considered, you know, having a pristine digestive system is it a reasonable therapeutic objective while you're using LDN. And so do you think LDN, or I don't know if you've seen this in the literature at all, does LDN have an impact on gut microbiome or gut health? Yes, absolutely. So it goes back and forth, right? So some of the most um, things that we've seen in, is impact on Crohn's disease or inflammatory bowel disorders. You know, LDN has had an impact on those. So there's some decent literature on that. So absolutely, it goes back and forth, right? In, gut problems increase risk of autoimmune disorders and if your gut is inflamed and it's recycling LDN may have a role in calming things down but again you want to try and improve the actual microbiome while you're which if LDN is buying you that time so that I think is reasonable because you cannot improve gut health without understanding the role of fibers probiotics in and and you know, and, and I've become kind of a fiber geek because it's such a crook, it's a crucial thing. And 99, you know, 90%, 90, actually it's about 99% of Canadians don't meet a fraction of Canada Food Guide guidelines for fiber. Yet, I mean, even often I say to my clients, you know, the British Medical Journal just published a study analyzing over 180 study, you know, observational and clinical studies over 135 million patient years, that if you, for every eight grams of fiber that you consume, you'll reduce your risk of dying of cancer, of colorectal cancer, uh, dying of a heart attack and stroke and having diabetes by up to 30% for every eight grams. So your risk of doing this right is only you might not die of other things as well. So it's so why do you why is that for people who are like, well, you know, because historically fiber is to keep someone regular. And so when they hear these profound statements, I think they're not understanding what does fiber do for someone's gut? Well, you, what recently, is it? You know, I, I actually just looked up a medical with some of the literature um, that's being taught the pharmacists and doctors on on soluble fibers, and they're still they're still teaching and saying that, uh, you know, soluble fiber makes this kind of mass that goes in one end and out the other, which is wrong. Soluble fiber is the superfood for the healthy anti-inflammatory immune regulating bacteria in your gut. So without soluble fiber, your immune system will not work optimally. Your um, the end, you, you, you'll be deprived of these things called short chain fatty acids, which activate the immune system correctly and activate the, that thin one cell layer. It's just one cell layer between you and inflammatory nightmare. And it maintains the integrity of that set one cell layer layer, which is really between the outside food and your body, your body's immune system. So that leaking it's a bit of a disaster when it comes to triggering immune responses. And do you think this is kind of the underlying cause, you know, not specifically fiber, but this whole notion of microbiome. And I mean, I know there's other things involved, but 
this explosion in autoimmune complex conditions that we're seeing? Especially? We have an explosion of food allergies. We have an explosion of autoimmune disorders. We have an explosion. So, you know, when I was, you know, when I was growing up, I never heard of a food allergy that, you know, now it's, it's, it's rampant, right? There's whole schools that you can't even bring, I think peanuts near, within a mile radius of a school where I've never heard of it. So what has changed is, is not some, you know, our genes haven't changed in our generation, but the qualities and the effects of chemicals and, and sugars and all the different uh, profound insults to our microbiome, that's changed. And one of the defenses of that is, is probiotics and soluble fibers. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, this is why, you know, we wanted to do an event like this because we have to look at both sides. And I think that's what you're saying. We have to face the reality that there's people that have these conditions that are struggling with no answers and no options for treatment, but we also have to really push education so that we can hopefully influence prevalence and management before people get to levels where they need to look at such uh, at different alternative therapies for management. And that's right. As a pharmacist, you, you're, you have to be profoundly aware of the limitations uh, of therapies and the side effects associated with these things. And as we see this explosion, and, and again, this explosion, and I mean, clinically, especially in mental health, to see such significant Im improvements in terms of mental health or addiction, or uh, autoimmune disorders when you improve gut health as kind of a side effect. Sometimes I always say, what if we improved your gut health? Would that, you know, would that improve your life? Oh, yes. And what if the side, side effect was you had a significant improvement in your autoimmune disorder? You, you see, sometimes it's almost, um, you know, but medically, what are the tools that a pharmacist or doctor has to improve the digestive system practically i know we, we they, there's there's no drug that is not proven that's going to fix your digestive system it really comes down to the big levers of diet quality you know uh, soluble fibers and fibers and probiotics there's no there's no magic in this in 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 the the, the art is the is the application in the right order of healing, repairing, um, we we you know the the endocannabinoid system is another interesting target that we that's um, that's emerging as well to kind of improve that that inflammatory layer in the gut. So again, we can use different tools in the short term to calm and heal the gut as we're repairing primary microbiome. And of course, LDN is what a tool, right, to be able to calm things down and to regulate it without the risks associated with the, with all the existing therapies we have. Mm -hmm. And I, and I wanted to ask you that, you know, do you think that treating the microbiome when someone, you know, it's almost feels when someone's in an autoimmune flare and someone's really struggling and they're, you know, pain from fatigue from like Dr. Junik was saying, lifting up groceries and, you know, you know, burning pain in the night, keeping them up is treating the microbiome on its own enough to put out that wildfire? Or do you think we have to start looking at 
calming down that immune response in conjunction. You're, you're absolutely correct. When when someone's in a full blown autoimmune flare in the gut or whatever, I, and you know, I wish I learned it not the hard way, but but giving trying to move too quickly by healing the microbiome can trigger more problems. So you have to be very gentle and use and you know calming things down. And again, such a powerful tool to calm things down with LDN because the, the, the inf once someone's in an acute inflammation, it's like you know your leg's inflamed and you need to do certain exercise for it to heal and to build the muscle, but it's inflamed. So if you move it, it hurts. So you, 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 have, to, you have to calm things down often before you can start to even do microbiome repair. So it's a great question. It's just, this is where it becomes important to go to a practitioner that understands these things. You can't just fire soluble fiber into someone who's in an inflammatory state. It can make it worse, even though but once they're calm and you're healing, it's essential to maintain. And I think exactly. And I think that's kind of looking at, this is the art of practicing medicine is understanding when to implement certain things, when to back off and start to understand, you know, even the feedback we've gotten from certain patients where the only tool they're relying on is LDN. And so understanding, you know, in the scope of, immunity and flares, if we're not utilizing other targets, um, then we're only relying on one thing ultimately to control what's going on. And if we know the root of inflammation is through the gut, it does become essential in uh, a lot of these treatments of other conditions. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. So, you know, how often do we, but we deal with that as well, you know, in our practice and with uh, CBD or LDN, sometimes they're so effective that people say, oh, it's fixed. And I'm going, well, no, you're, you're, you didn't get into this inflammatory state because of you know, not using enough LDN or CBD. There is an underlying inflammatory response going on that, 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 that should, you know, and if you have a, what if you, ha if you have insufficient fiber, for example, why wouldn't you take advantage of this time to start to repair structures that are proven, you know, particularly polyphenolic fibers proven to repair the micro, you know, the immune system, things like this is your time to repair your vitamin D status, your vitamin A status, your nutrients that are proven to be improve, you know, important for regulating the immune response and your microbiome. So we had a really interesting question here, and I think you'd be really good to answer this. Why should I choose LDN over corticosteroids? Well, you know, the corticosteroids are non-specifically shutting down your immune response. And the price of that is all kinds of things, right? You have, especially long-term use, you have issues with, uh, you know, disruption of the gut, right? Indeed, these are horrible to your, to your gut. Um, higher rates of bone loss, diabetes, weight gain, um, serious metabolic problems. I mean, the list is just a, 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 a virtually every organ have, can have adverse effects from corticosteroids in the long term. So there's nothing wrong with this 
short burst of steroids in an acute inflammatory response, probably the safest thing to do. But when you're in a chronic basis, then you are starting to have always chronic adverse effects. And, and, you, and again, going to my point, your autoimmune condition is not, is not a lack of steroid in your body. It's literally the purpose of it is to non-specifically shut down the immune response, which has its own problems as well. Yeah, it, it, exactly. And I think for a lot of conditions that LDN is being used for, and this is what Dr. Junik was alluding to as well, is that you don't always see rampant inflammation. So people don't necessarily respond really well to corticosteroids if they're not modulating that low grade immune response that's triggering sensitization within their central nervous system. So understanding what it is that you're trying to do rather than blasting someone's system. Well, yeah, and pain. I mean, we've, in terms of dealing with pain for, uh, for many years, a whole concept of central pain versus nociceptive pain, meaning the receptor pain, we're beginning to understand, thankfully, that you can't just fire drugs into someone and without understanding the relationship of how the brain perceives pain and can be inflamed versus, you know, it's like uh, versus the receptor, you know, meaning it's very different. If I step on your hand and you feel the pain there, but what if you, but your perception of pain can be dramatically altered depending on the sensitivity of your brain. Mm -hmm. And and that's where kind of that beautiful, I think, um, where LDN and gut microbiome work really well together because you're you're almost depleting the gasoline in the tank that's setting the fire. And so LDN is calming down the flames, but you do need to kind of remove some of the gas that is leading to that huge flame in their system. You have to help people. I mean, again, I wish we're not there yet. I mean, the, the, we will evolve to a point where we will have more precision in reducing autoimmune disorders through gut chemistry. But, but you know, it is probably unlikely that there'll be patented, uh, you know, fibers or, or patented probiotics because it, or patented diets because it really is public domain, right? So, and similar with LDN, it's just an amazing, it's an excellent tool to be able to calm things down while you're improving your overall gut microbiome. And like I brought up the example of fiber, the side effects are, oh, by the way, there's probably nothing more proven to reduce your risk of actually dying of cancer and heart disease, the top two killers, as soluble fiber. It's actually embarrassing the fact that you're, you're talking about something that is so profoundly true that and it improves your immune system and not well described right why why are we having to talk about this all the time when it's just proven well you know we're, we're looking for that pharmaceutical answer right that so ldn gives us a safe tool while we're trying to educate and talk about some of these more profound systemic issues that are affecting your immune system and I guess the discussion always is, is it, you know, is it just the lack of fiber in someone's diet or is it 
the lack of fiber due to the processed inflammatory diet that someone has that is devout of any sorts of fiber at all. And so. Exactly. I mean, when you start looking at the big lever of food, I mean, people say I have a good diet and then you're going, oh, oh okay. Just, well, it's, it's, you don't, you don't have 10 or 15 grams of fiber in your diet. Therefore, and the Canada Food Guide says 35 grams for a male and 25 grams for a female, and you got 10 grams a day, by definition, it's not a good diet, right? If it's missing, you know, that we, for some reason, we come up with the notion of what a good diet is, but we actually don't analyze it for the things that are proven to be essential, to be the most profound in the impact of diet. I think that's kind of the or nor is is anyone ever asked you know so many times i'll have a client say or a patient say oh my doctor says i have a good diet well first of all they haven't asked them what they eat or or they haven't analyzed the fiber content mm -hmm. most people and you don't. brought up i certainly and i've brought up a couple uh, you've brought up a couple times polyphenolics um can you explain to people who are listening what is a polyphenolic why is it beneficial for gut why have we brought it up today so polyphenolics are, are an interest are things like quercetin uh or curcumin um naranjan hesperid, uh, hesperidin um these are kind of like the white parts of oranges and are these fibery kind of fibrous parts of um, resveratrol is another uh, polyphenolic um, um, gr grapeseed extract, all these green teas, all these, all these um, parts of plants that have, and herbs that have suggested and shown have these significant health benefits. But what they do in the gut is that they grow very specific structures in the gut that, for, for example, polyphenolics improve um, uh, acromantia, they improve clostridia, cluster nine. So these are really involved in that protective mucus coating of that single cell layer in the gut. Polyphenolics improve the quality of your bile. So you actually your own body will make healthier bile that will kill Dang, you know, fungi and more pathogens. So with polyphenolics, you actually make a healthier bile that is more, that makes your body its own, um, its own um, uh, antibiotic, antibacterial for cleaning up uh, unhealthy bugs. So it's fascinating how many roles of different fibers are to keep your body healthy without us adding more chemicals. So it's quite and poly, so uh, polyphenolics in an acute inflamed person will generally reduce inflammation in the gut. So it's kind of without causing, with much, very low risk of throwing things off. So it's kind of one of the first things we use for calming the gut down or calming the immune system down. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. All of the things you you know mentioned, quercetin, turmeric, resveratrol, these are all classic antioxidants and anti-inflammatories that we would typically use in every autoimmune inflammatory condition that we see, you know, in terms of an alternative. And you're right. I would, I always thought they were antioxidants and they do have antioxidant properties, but they have profound impact on the gut and bile and liver. See, that may be the actual, 
In fact, as you know, even drugs that we thought, for example, like metformin we're using, you know, that's been used for 40 years for diabetes, probably was still one of the best drugs. We didn't really understand what it's doing. It actually has a favorable impact on inflammatory, uh, you know, blood sugar disruptive bacteria in the gut. So again, it's things are starting to evolve to a point where you're starting to understand, ah, okay, maybe what we think we're doing isn't what we're doing with drugs or medications, you know, and, you know, some of the just good examples and bad examples of that as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And I think the take home message here is that if we're talking, we can't do a whole afternoon conversation on LDN without talking about the gut, because it is that critical for inflammation and autoimmunity. And you have a whole book written on it. Biology of the brain it is on the NutriChem website. It really goes into detail on the connection between inflammation, gut microbiome, how different polyphenolics and fibers can influence your gut, the connection between hormones, the connection between inflammation. So it's really, really kind of gets into this conversation a lot more in depth. So I encourage anyone who's struggling with autoimmunity, inflammation, chronic pain, all these sorts of conditions that we're talking about with LDN, this is relevant. Uh, always, 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 it's going to be relevant to talk about digestion and gut health. So thank you very much. That was a great conversation. And uh, we all have, I don't think we have any more questions. So um, yeah, thanks a lot. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, Linda, L-I-N-D-A at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.